Welcome to E6 of Belief Over Doubts, a show where we work to apply Bible basics to real life situations. I'm your host for the show, Robert Polk, and I'm super excited to premiere a new format for our viewers today. We're going to start interviewing some intelligent individuals, right? Um, when we run the show in this format, we'll get up to four to six people in a room or, or, or on a screen. Thank you, social distancing. Um, but either way, we're still going to discuss pressing issues. We're going to learn from and grow with each other. Um, and of course, we're going to fellowship and have some fun. My, um, the, the format of this show will continue to grow and change. And I'm excited about the potential lineups that we have upcoming. My first two guests for this are um, both God-fearing men who are teachers and are committed to Christ. Both are courageous in spreading God's word and, and are active in their communities. All right. I could talk about these two all day, but I'd rather bring in these God-fearing men and let them speak for themselves. All right, Belief Over Doubts. First in the room today is Therese Smith. Therese is a student at uh, Oakland University. And Therese uh, serves as a uh, volunteer through his church with uh, the youth there. He's been very active, and I couldn't be more excited to speak with him. He's actually joined us here to now. Therese, how you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, you? Yeah. Uh, doing well, man. It's good to see you, sir. Um, yeah. will, you, will you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as, as you said, uh, I go to Oakland University, full-time student. Um, and I also work there as well at the Student Veterans Center there. Um, and just getting work experience and uh, trying um, to uh, to follow Jesus in that, right? Yes, um, yeah, and that that's awesome. I mean, both killing two birds with one stone kind of thing. And I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I help um, at my church, uh, Woodside Bible Church, uh, with uh, the middle school that's there. Uh, and that's so fulfilling. I mean, that is absolutely fulfilling um, to do. And they're teaching me patience, right? <laughs> thing. Um, and also other things that, um, you know, the characteristics of God and how I should, um, you know, uh, kind of uh, go go about life, right? Uh, so there that's pretty cool. Um, yes, then uh, last, last point here, um, through that church, I had an opportunity pre-COVID, of course, uh, to go uh, overseas uh, to Haiti and Uganda. Uh, to Wakanda? No, Uganda, Wakanda? Uganda. Oh, Uganda. Okay, my man. Yeah, absolutely. And he got in Wakanda, too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just got to see uh, God move, right, in a, in that area um, and how he's moving continuously in every area around the world. Um, so I'm grateful for that, and that's definitely shaped my life. Um you know, as of now, right? Uh, how I take his word or what I've seen overseas back here and mm -hmm. really love Jesus and act like and um, carry myself as Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. I'm going uh, to bring uh, Adrian Thomas in the room real quick and bring Minister Adrian Thomas in the room. So it's about to get uh, it's about to get different in here. Absolutely. So, so, uh, so I'll introduce uh, Adrian real quick. So Adrian is a minister in Michigan as well. Uh, and he currently works in the senior community. Um, not, so he's active in, in multiple facets in his community. Adrian, how you doing, sir? Adrian, can you hear me? Okay, it's telling me that, that it's connecting to, to audio. Devil is a liar. Let's get it, AD. There we are. <laughs> My man. Yes, sir. 
All right. So I was telling them uh, a little bit about you. Will you hop in and, and fill the audience in and who you are? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, uh, many years ago, uh, I thought that I wasn't prepared for what I'm doing now. I'm currently ministering now. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, many years when people was to ask me as I was coming up, was I a minister? I would deny it to the T. Mm-hmm. All the time to the T. I said, no, no, not me. Who? Me? I thought I was um, unequipped. I thought I didn't know enough. I, I guess I would say I, I felt like Moses when he was talking to Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's not capable. I, mm-hmm. I thought that I was that person. I thought I didn't know enough. Um, but little did I know, you know, he had put a lot, he deposited a lot in me. Um, and I'm just grateful for that. Um, at the moment, I'm um, currently ministering. I'm actually actively uh, in the word as a minister. I um, I work at a senior building, senior living, a building on Wednesdays, uh, being able to talk to seniors. And um, I guess that could be like a, a highlight, just a semi-introduction. That's fair. That's fair. We're going we gonna, to we gonna dig a little bit deeper in there. So thank you for giving them a little flavor. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm extremely thankful to have you both on here, man. This, this is just awesome for me. Um, before we get to, before we get started, you know, Matthew chapter 18, verses 19 and 20, it, it, it boasts um, about when two or more are gathered in the name of Jesus, then he'll be there in the midst as well. Um, and of course, that's what we intend to do here is glorify his name with a little bit of fellowship and, and, and fun, right? Um, but before we get too far into it, will one of you gentlemen open us up in prayer? Absolutely, I will. All right. All right. So, Father God, uh, we just thank you for today. Um, thank you for waking us up this morning. Uh, thank you for being with us uh, while we're in this uh, conversation or when we leave, Father, into this conversation. I just uh, pray and uh, bless and thank you for every heart uh, that's on that's on this call or hearing this call. Um, and for you to be within within them, um, changing their hearts uh, more towards you, and um, just loving them even more, and showing that you love them uh, day day in and day out, Father. Um, I just pray um, that you um, bring to light what you want uh, in our lives, uh, what you want to say here from this conversation, um, and just just love us, be with us, Father. Um, and I just I just thank you. I just thank you for everything you do, past, yes. present, and future. Um, and yeah, just praise you in the best what you're going to do and give us uh, the knowledge to do so. Um, and I pray all these things in your precious son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In Jesus name. Um, so I want the audience to understand that I've known these gentlemen for uh, plus 20 years, man, uh, individually. So uh, Therese's family and, and I've been fortunate enough to watch him grow from a, a child to the to the strong God-fearing man that he is, that, that that he's showing you all today. I think you'll definitely be proud and impressed as well. Therese, you mentioned something uh, that I want to start with. Um, you, you you mentioned your mission work. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I struggled uh, with mission work um, when I was young. I, I felt that I was called to preach and teach, but I felt that I couldn't um, because I hadn't been on a mission trip, right? Um, will you share with the viewers, A, your experience, and then B, how important you think that mission work is, man, to the to the uh, to our call to to get out and preach and preach the, uh, the word of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as I said, I've been to Haiti and Uganda, uh, Haiti for a week and Uganda for two. 
Um, and just seeing God move, right, uh, and God providing, and God, um, you know, being there, right, um, in their midst of uh, giving them what they need is so, uh, was so life-changing to me, right, mm -hmm. and um, was so humbling, right, to see God move, right. Um, but I would just say, I mean, like life is a mission, right? So whether we're walking outside, right, uh, or um, just sharing the gospel to our neighbors or sharing the gospel with somebody across the world, everything is a mission, right? Every mm -hmm. heart that's on this earth, God wants, right? Mm -hmm. Because he loves them, right? right. Um, so when we approach that, like, okay, every day is a mission for me, right? It doesn't matter if I go across the world or not. Uh, I'm here for a reason kind of thing, right? Um, right. and and that's to bring others to christ right um and yeah that's that's so fulfilling and if we if we have that mindset um we we will look at it different right we will look at god different right um for his perspective and his vision for our lives that's awesome man uh now adrian <clears throat> sorry can i call you ad on this forum Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Again, I know you. So I, I met, I met, I met brother AD in 1999, man. And, um, he came to the college that I was currently failing at, um, at the time. And, um, here we are 22 years later. He's still one of my closest friends. Uh, I would call him family as well. Uh, I'll go back to that day when we met though. Uh, I remember shooting pool. I'm sure I was winning cause it's what I do. Um, but AD walks in, uh, with a couple of his, his friends that had come up to the college as well. Um, and he starts some dialogue with some young ladies that was, uh, happened to be in our like, uh, area. And in 99, I was a hater. So I walked up and I just started kind of interrupting a little bit because is what I did. And, um, AD mentioned that he could sing. So me being me, I called him out on it and he starts singing and it sounded good. But but he, he did something I wasn't expecting. Ad, do you remember you remember what you sang? I do, I do. <laughs> what you I, say? I do. I, I'm sure it's unexpected, but this all I knew. It's the okay. way I was raised. Uh, I sung. His eyes are on the sparrow. Right, right. Now now keep in mind, like one twelve, jagged edge. Like that's what was popping at the time. And he walks up, starts singing, "Eye on the sparrow." Uh, so, so you said that's all you knew. Is that did, did you grow up in church? I did, I did. Uh, I would, I would even say not did I just grew up in church because I hear that that topic uh, or that verbiage threw around a lot. Uh, I grew up in church, but I would like to say that I was actually we were immersed into church. Mm, if you mm. meaning that we we brought church home with us as well it wasn't just we went to church and did everything else uh unchurch like <laughs> while we were home so i i just wasn't allowed to listen to anything else and i didn't have um uh often talking to people i didn't have uncles and stuff like that where i was able to sneak and hear certain right. stuff so yeah it was, yeah, much, it was inside of me because I, I got the gift of the Holy Ghost at 16 years old, wow. and I decided to rebel after that. So mm -hmm. I was in backsliding mode when you met, when you actually ran into me. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We gonna we gonna dive into that a little bit too. I just want the audience to get comfortable. I want them to like you before they find out about the backsliding. So <laughs> it's a character build. It's called a character build. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, now, when I was struggling, I'll, 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 I'll ad. I'll ask another question to you. When I was struggling. Um, as I mentioned before about having not been on missions and, and done any of that kind of work, I was struggling 
feeling like I was equipped to be uh, in ministry. Um, you mentioned to me something about, you know, you didn't have to be in the pool pit as God's word was to be done everywhere you, for, for the viewers. And I guess even for my sake, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yes, 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 I can. Um, it comes to mind, I believe I heard it in a song um, about blossoming where you're planted, mm. right? If you think about the depth of that blossoming where you planted, it's a lot of times where we oftentimes we believe we got we got the Lord on speed dial and we mm. hear everything he's saying and we know him so well for ourselves. Um, but actually, it, it's kind of contrary to the word, you know, uh, the word says, as far as the heavens are from the earth, that's how mm. God's thoughts are different than ours. So times when we don't often think that it could be God, he could very well be planting us in, in soil. You follow me? Mm -hmm. so that he can grow out of that position and actually bring mm -hmm. life. Yes, As sir. he said, we saw to the earth and we should be light and don't hide that under a bushel. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by wherever you at, you can let the light of the Lord shine through who you are as a person. Yeah, that, that was big for me, man. I'm thankful that you kind of uh, rekindled that for me, man. Thank you. Um, we talked about when we were in college, Therese, you're currently in college. Let's let's peel a layer back on that real quick. Um, because when I when I was in college, I mean I hung out a little bit with the Christians. Um, but I hung out with the athletes and the thugs a little bit more. They consumed more of my time. Um, Therese, what would you say is like, you know, being in, in today's world, being a, a courageous Christian on a college campus? That's a lot of C's right there, but um what, what would you say it's like being a courageous Christian on a college campus nowadays? Yeah, um, that's that's a great question, right? Um, I was actually talking about this uh, to my friend that's my age a couple of days ago, right? Um, and we were saying how uh, that makes us praise God even more, right? For, mm. uh, for the realization and him touching our lives at such a young age, right? Um, and watching him kind of lead our lead our lives, right, in the future. Um, so that's awesome to me, right? And it, uh, again, makes me want to praise God even more. Um, but just talking to people that, um, you know, is kind of wondering about Christianity or wondering about, you know, religion or or relationship with God or anything like that. Um, I, I see a lot of people wanting that foundation, right? That would never yeah, be shaking yeah. kind of thing, right? Um, so with the world changing and, and you know, uh, with the virus or anything or anything alike, it seems like it's the world is changing like week in and week out, right? Yeah. So like I, I just try to be that vessel um, for God to be like, hey, I mean, like I'm the foundation, right? That would never be shaken, right? Mm. You could put your hope in me, you could put your peace in me, right? Because I would never fail you, kind of thing. Um, yeah, right. yeah, and I'm just trying to uh, be a vessel for that, right? And carry that message on to other people. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 sounds nothing like my college experience, Jerez, but I, I'm very proud of you, man. I'm sure the viewers are as well. Um, so, AD, you was there. You remember. Um, I, I could say that God has has brought me a, a mighty long way, um, but I've got a very I got I got further to go before I can hear, you know, that I finished my race and I, and, and well done, my good and faithful servant. But um, 
AD, when we met, you were you were talking about when we met and you had um, really, you know, committed your life to Christ a couple years before that. You were strong in your faith. You were disciplined. You only knew Christian songs um, before we met. You want to share a little bit with the audience what happened after that? Sure. Absolutely. As we said, this, this is a PG-13 show. My kids okay. watch this show, AD. <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Oh. Uh, well, what, what took place is, as I said, I, I received the gift of the Holy Ghost, precious gift, at 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I wanted to say is, you know, God's word says he'll never leave us or forsake us, and it's completely true. I walked away from God because I desired to walk away. Mm-hmm. I wanted to taste the sweet nectars of the world. Everything my grandma was telling me to stay away from, I decided that's what I, I wanted to try to indulge in so mm. that's how you ran into me robert in my backsliding <laughs> mode it, it's where it's the direction i wanted to go mm. uh in rebellion so i get to college and i just wanted to do everything that i was uh quote unquote big and bad enough to do drinking mm. smoking that smoking didn't work out at all i did <laughs> not like the peanut butter wonder bread type of Concoction going on in there, um, and uh, throwing up a lot from throwing up a lot. I'm glad you said it. I, I remember those days. I remember those days. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even um, I entered a couple uh, fashion shows, and I was dared to. So I decided instead of wear what everybody else was wearing, regular trunks. I decided I wanted to look like I was an Olympic swimmer, so I, they, I was dared to, and I wore some speedos. He did so, that. He did that. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yep. It, it brought a lot of popularity at the moment. It I'll did. It, it, it did. But you know what? This is the this is the perfect example because what I'm gonna ask you to do now is um, think about kind of the, the the kid, the current um, the current youth, and those that probably feel like they're called, their hearts are being pulled by God to do one thing, but the world is pulling them to do another. Give me, give me like a little advice for that, for that group of people. That group of people, I believe, um, the, the only way you can turn down that noise, um, if you're feeling like you're being tugged on in that direction is that I guess you probably think of how much, how much, uh, God loves us. I'll say, uh, let me try to make it more layman's turn. Um, being tugged on, just incline your ear, if you will. Incline mm-hmm. your ear. Oftentimes, we just turn down the ball. One of the uh, um, things that I said, I've, I've told my uh, some of my clients that I've been working on lately is trying to follow my first mind. Mm-hmm. And I believe with following that first mind, your first mind usually leading you in the right direction. It's mm-hmm. when you go the opposite direction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you regret and you say, I should have. Uh, I should have followed my first mind or things of that sort. So I believe when you're hearing that, you're hearing that voice and you uh struggling with it, it's tugging on you, try to yield to it more. I guess mm-hmm. I could say that to try to shorten up my answer. That's fair. Therese, um, so I think it's I think it's um I think it's it's in our nature to rebel against the Holy Spirit in us as He's trying to direct us. 
real quick, what would you say to to your peers or to to those just above or below you when they feel like they're being pulled in two different directions? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's it's a very uh, it's a very needed question, right, or needed answer. Um, I would just say uh, lean on the Holy Spirit, like, like AD was saying, right? Lean on uh, your first your first mind because you know that's where um, you know the Holy Spirit lies. But I would say test every spirit, right? I know James mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. talks about testing every spirit. Um, so I would just say, yeah, test every spirit, and like, uh, and also the Bible does tell us, like, you know, our flesh, right, is deceitful, right? Mm-hmm. So I would strongly strongly suggest like putting everything towards the bible right and what it and what it says um mm-hmm. and I, I would i would just say um yeah just test every spirit that's that right what would it say finally brothers whatever is good whatever is noble whatever is you know he, he tells us how to how to test it up against those things man we need to do that more often um and i'll share real quick when i was young man I, like i i I, I, I told I told my wife, I told my queen how excited I was about this this meeting, right? This to me, like it's something I didn't know existed. Like Therese, you you're like 20, right? Like I didn't know at 20 that this really existed. Like I didn't know many Christians that was like cool that I could just kick it with and I could be me. Um this is beautiful, man. Thank you guys for this fellowship opportunity. Um you both mentioned that you um, worked in, in senior communities. I thought that was interesting. AD, you work um, in, the, in the senior building. And, and Therese, you said you work with veterans. For us still being, well, for y'all still being relatively young, you can see my grades all in the camera. But um, for you guys still at least looking and being relatively young, you know, how, how is that trying to, um, trying to, trying to be more uh, of, a, of a courageous Christian and, and bold in your beliefs? Um, while you're dealing with seniors that may be more, uh, much more seasoned in life. Anybody or both of y'all can answer that. Okay. Okay. Well, well, what I, I, I oftentimes try to uh, go by the um, a model that I've been carrying for a while now that to try to remain humble in spirit, mm. uh, me personally humble in spirit, but uh, boldly confident in God. Mm. So mm. once I, once I once I get into that vein of talking about God, it's like I got so much backing. I got so much backing. It's like having a big brother or your daddy. Mm-hmm. You like, I'm not gonna be let down. So why can't I talk bold? Mm-hmm. Rap. Mm-hmm. Preach. Mm, that's so, a sermon right there. That's a sermon. I might steal that one, AD. <laughs> it just that was off the dome. My God, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. Watch that yeah. E12 coming. E12 coming. <laughs> So, so yeah, man, it's it's a delight um, to be serving them actually, and mm-hmm. to see the way they light up actually when they see me come around, right. and the fact that they call me Mister Adrian. Wow. You see, these yeah. people could be my grandparents, uh, grandparents, and they call me Mister Adrian, and and it brings delight to me for them to share with me the the wisdom that they see come out of me. That mm-hmm. is uh, humbling, like I said. That's why I try to go by the model of being humble in my spirit, but I can mm. be boldly confident in him. That's big. That's big. And it's a treat to be around, be around them and, and, and draw from them and, and yet them saying how much they can draw from me. All right now. All right. 
Therese, you want to tackle that one too, or you want me to to move on? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to tackle it. Oh, um, man. <laughs> so, okay, we read so much in the Bible of putting others before ourselves, right? Um, mm. it's all all over the gospel, right? Uh, Jesus telling his disciples, "Put others before yourself," right? And that's where I kind of, um, you know, lie in that in that uh, kind of situation of talking to elders because I know um, that if they don't believe, they need Jesus, right? So, like, just that uh, confidence of what AD was saying, like, you know, just having confidence and boldness in the word um, of like, hey, I mean, I'm preaching Jesus, and no matter what age, what ethnicity, what race, whatever, right? I'm preaching Jesus to you because, like, this is the most, um, this is the most life, the most life changing information that I can hand to you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, no matter what you are, no matter what the demographic is, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that empowers me right of like okay this could touch anybody yeah mm -hmm. oh i'm sorry uh I'm, i wouldn't need for a second <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the devil yeah, is a liar the devil is a liar touch anybody and that's just amazing uh to think about and empowering to um actually uh evangelize other people nice your, vo your volume is a little low now at this point too so we got to get that up I think it's um I, I think it's important as you guys both were talking about it. I started uh I, I was understanding that though these people are are senior, they're infants in comparison to the Bible, right? The Bible, this ain't a new book, right? This ain't this ain't a this ain't a TD Jake's book. This ain't something that that we all just sat down and kind of put together. This is this is this is long stemming, man. This predates all of us. So you know, these are words that they grew up hearing, and now you guys are bringing out those words back to their mind, and it, and it may give them a sense of comfort too, um, because these are words that that people were trying to instill in them as they were young. So thank you guys for the work with that. I think it speaks to both of y'all um, having a servant's heart, man, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Uh, y'all both. You're, I know, I know you're, you guys are both still in Michigan. Y'all good? I heard y'all got some snow out there. Y'all got get some snow? Lots of it. Yeah, we still kicking. <laughs> yeah, that, that's horrible, man. I remember snow, man. I saw a picture of it the other day. I, I remember it faintly. You know, I'm, I'm here in Nevada. We in the 70s, man. It's beautiful. So uh, I thought I'd just take a moment to boast about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but for those viewers that are not familiar with Michigan, um real quick the landscape breaks down a lot like um like um like any other any other state right um they've got four classes they've got lower class they've got middle class upper class and then there's rural um but within those categories they're, they're they they get further separation and it becomes extremely evident as you journey through the state of Michigan um Adrian you're on the east side of Detroit right mm -hmm. yes Will you, um, for those that aren't familiar with Michigan, let alone Detroit, will you speak a little bit about, um, A, what the east side of Detroit looks and feels like, um, and, and B, why it's so important that you serve in that community? Um, immediately, first thing I can think back is, is the, based on the question you had asked me earlier, and I, I was talking about blossoming where you plant it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard stories of Detroit, you know, uh, I was thriving at one point, but so many people moved out, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it seems like the best thing to do when you see a ship sinking is to get out of it, right? Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. I noticed that it's it's a lot of vacancy. 
in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that just that just speaks to opportunity. Actually, it's just all about perspective and mindset. If yes, if we can take that on, so to sh- to go ahead and wrap my answer up. That's why it's important, actually, uh, that I I serve in this community is to actually help this portion here, mm. help the mental ca- the capacity to grow, mm-hmm. and uh, allow my light to shine in a dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not all dark. Don't get me wrong. It's not what people think they see on the news. I don't have to shoot <laughs> a house. You know, I don't. I don't go out of house having to shoot. To shoot the side. Him. To the side. Yeah, just about the house. It's not that. It just means when I say darkness, I mean because Satan always lurking. He's as a roaring mm-hmm. lion, see, mm-hmm. uh, seeking whom he may devour. And he has a pretty good stronghold on the minds uh, of the youth and a lot of adults at the moment. He's a deceiver in that way. So that's why it's important for me uh, as long as well as many other people that God is using to uh, let my light shine. Man, that's that's, uh, that's that's big and it's important. When you talked about the vacancies, I started envisioning, you know, my 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 family spent a lot of time over on Mac in the Boulevard, which isn't far from where you were raised. And, um, you know, when I was there in September, um, it was a very somber moment, a life changing moment for me. But as I was driving, I was seeing home, I'm I'm on blocks and I see you go through a full block and you get four houses and and, and on a block that used to be a thriving, a popular, a very heavily populated block. And, And what I think about when I think about the homes missing, is the leaders that are missing, not just on that block, but on that community. So when I think about a, a young, strong, uh, bold Christian like you, I think about the the community that needs that that leader to step up and say, hey, it's okay, because mm-hmm. we got somebody. You talked about big brother. You talked about your dad being on your back. You know, it's good to let them see that we can make it out of here. We can be strong and we can give back. So I, I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Thank Therese, you. you're... Um, I got the same question for you, but you're in a different part of, of Michigan, right? You're in, in Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. Will you talk a little bit about um, about the community that you're in and why it's so important that you specifically are active in serving that community? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as you said, I'm in Chesterfield, which is probably, probably about 35, 36 minutes from Detroit, north of Detroit. Um, so it's, it's very different than Detroit out here. Uh, this is a up and coming area. Um, uh, actually, houses have been built as I speak. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it's, That's it's opposite, awesome. exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a different, a different vibe uh, than Detroit. But um, yeah, but they still need Jesus, right? Um, That's right. But my church, uh, my uh, Woodside Bible Church is actually 30 minutes west of where I live, right? So mm-hmm. I get that. Um, I get that kind of different vibe uh from that kind of thing but also i mean uh just seeing the uh, city built up right and people coming in and uh from different from different walks of life uh from different jobs and everything like that i i get to uh, evangelize to them right and really act like christ uh or um carry myself as christ uh that's right yeah um out here right Mm mm-hmm that's beautiful, man. It's it's, it's tough. It's, you you got to be you've got to be so many things and so many different people. Being from Detroit, 
I'm very thankful that you guys are both still on the ground there, man. It, it, you guys can can help change people's lives, and I'm thankful that y'all leading them towards Christ. Just, uh, just a seed, man. Huh? Just a seed. Just a seed. That's, 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 that's I'm, I'm humbly a seed. You follow right. me? Mm-hmm. If I can be a seed, I know Therese is being a seed. You're being a seed where you at. A mm-hmm. seed grow as a tree. You follow me? So That's right. That's right. As long as we're willing to be a seed for the Lord, you you understand he can use us. That's right. That's right. We just got to get off the bench and do the work, man. I I recently had someone ask me um, about all these social uprisings, um, the weather and the natural disasters, of course, the pandemic, you know, all these changes in in, in currency going to cryptocurrency and all this stuff. And and they were leading up to and then eventually asked me the question uh, about the end times. I'm going to throw it out there to you guys, man, real quick. What would you say to somebody that comes up and says, hey, is this the end of the world? Anybody? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Uh, And I'm pretty I had I'm pretty sure AD had a lot of conversation about that as well, because I do out here. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I know the Bible says uh, we we don't know when it's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But we, these are the birth pains um, mm-hmm. and what you can see, right? And it talks about that in Matthew. Um, but I, I guess I put the emphasis on uh, being ready for Christ whenever he comes, right? Ooh, so, like, ooh. it doesn't matter uh, the ooh. exact time, like, oh, he's coming two days from now. No, I, I right. need to be ready for him now, right? So. Right. Uh, I never had to get ready. You know the old saying, like, I stay ready, so I never have to get ready? Uh-huh. That's, that's exactly, that's exactly our, what we have to think about, right? When Christ comes, are, mm-hmm. are we ready? Are our hearts ready for uh, something like that to come? That's big, yep. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I was going to take the same approach. No man know that the time not the hour. Uh, mm-hmm. The Lord tells us that. And, you know, he, he's infinite in his wisdom, uh, and he don't let us know that because we would think we're going to outsmart God. Right, right. We, <laughs> so we can sin all the way up to the edge. <laughs> and then, God, I want to be saved. Right. I love you so much. Please let me go to heaven. And um, that's him being infinite. His wisdom is the very reason he, he does not let us. And uh, we are to, uh, as the scripture said, present ourselves. Mm-hmm. as a living sacrifice so right. if we understand if we're presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god mm-hmm. um then we'll be in a position All to right. to be, be ready for when you he comes back for his bride i love it and man. thank you both those are i could pull from both of those is the next time i get asked because Unfortunately, sometime tomorrow we're gonna have aliens come or something like that that's gonna make the world even crazier than it has been. I was saying 2021 ain't backing down to 2020. 2021, like I ain't gonna be a look, I got something for y'all too. So 2021 ain't holding us up either. So hey, it's it's, it's in here already, though. It's that's real. right. This ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing no. new. Um I, I, so I, I, y'all know my slogan for this show, right, is um, applying Bible basics to real life situations. So, you know, for the next couple of moments, I want to talk a little bit about some personal issues, some things that, that are real life situations like uh, handling stress or even, even dating in today's world. Um, I know that stress is high for a lot of people um, and there are many passages that can help us get through uh, different situations. Like one of the things that I've really been focusing on is um james chapter 1 verse 9 uh, verse 19 uh that says that we should all be um 
quick to listen, slow to speak, and slower to anger, um, which y'all both have known me for a long time. Those are all challenges for me, right? I want to speak and, and I get angry, right? I'm from, you know, I, I can say where I'm from, but y'all know where I'm from. Y'all know how it was. And I'm praying that God continues to move me to where he needs me to be. So that's one of my passages that I continue to kind of go into. Are there verses that you guys go into when you feel stressed or when you feel the world is putting too much too much pressure on your current situation? Yeah, um, I always go to uh, John. It's actually John 16, 33, right? Uh, and it says, I'm reading from the ESV version. Uh, mm -hmm. It says, uh, I have said all these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the mm -hmm. world, in the world, uh, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I've right? overcome the world. So that 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 verse always like it humbles me, right? And peace and uh, gives me peace, right? Uh, when the world seems to it seems to throw me around. So mm. yeah, I always go back to that verse. That's big. Mm -hmm. Ad, anything you want to share on that one? Mine's would be excellent, excellent scriptures, uh, gentlemen. Thanks, Mine's sir. would be one of mine would be uh, Romans uh, 12th chapter um, and in the heading in my study Bible it actually says the perfect will of God mm. so it piggybacks off the scripture I just use about us uh, presenting our bodies a living sacrifice right mm -hmm. but I was read the second verse which says and be not conformed to this world mm. mm -hmm. be transformed by the renewing of your mind yes sir that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Mm. And with that, you have to understand, transform. No different than transformer, it goes from a car up to a robot. Mm -hmm. That's how different it is, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other part is a continued refresh. You know how we have to reboot mm -hmm. our computers, we have to hit the refresh button. That's why we have to understand that at this moment, when you're worried about everything that's going on in this world and you you having a, a panic attack, anxiety and things of that sort, mm -hmm. run to him, hit the reboot, which is the renewing. Yes, sir. And keep renewing. And that's what that's what gives me peace. Long as mm -hmm. I, I stay um, trying not to conform myself to the world, understand it. Hit the refresh. Hit the mm -hmm. refresh. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Um, so I, I am, um, I am approaching, so I'm approaching, this is my, my, I'm inside of my, my 13th year of being married. I got married in, uh, 2008. So I'm, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate a, to have found a, a queen that I can serve as a servant King, but to not have to deal with dating, uh, here in 2021. Um, <laughs> so, Hey, we go, we, we, we go keep it real, right? We in the trust tree. So I want to talk about what I want to understand a little bit about what it's like to be a Christian in 2021 trying to date with masks on and all this other stuff, too. So any, anything y'all want to share with the people, man, about how to deal with with this current situation? Yeah, I will. I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely understand that. Um, and Corona and, you know, wearing masks and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I and in the more general sense of dating and everything like that, I just try um, to um, to love God, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I was talking to this pastor one time about dating and everything like that. Uh, and he said, um, walk with God, right? Um, 
in, in your walk in life and everything like that until he throws in uh, somebody that can walk with you, right? Or, Ooh, yeah. um, um, you know, just push you more towards God, right? So mm-hmm. don't search out for anything. Just walk with God until that comes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was pretty awesome. But uh, going back into like Corona and everything like that, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely difficult. It's definitely different. I mean, it's something that we have never seen, right? Um, I've been talking to 60, 70 year old, 70 year olds. I say, we have That's never seen it before. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, nah. <laughs> thank you for clarifying, but nah. You said you at the VA, man, you know? Yeah, search in there? No. Nah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, nah, no. Nah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely different, but um, I just go back to. Um, First Corinthians 13, right, where it mm-hmm. says where it says on love, right? And it's a whole passage on the the way of love, right? And understanding what it really means and um kind of fusing that to my day to life as well and everything like that. That's beautiful, bro. Thank you, Therese. A D, anything you want to add to that? Not much. <laughs> is that is that I plead to fit or you want me to move on or what you want me to do? I like it. <laughs> is he acting froze? Oh, okay. I Love thought you was acting froze. Like, oh, my Zoom. <laughs> no, I was saying. Actually, you, you know, it's, it's the scene is different. Of course, COVID nineteen. You know, uh, um, I would say, you know, I've been married before, so of course, the the the, the dating situation is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not currently married. But um, I would say, I will piggyback off to Therese and say, you know, the, for, for single people out here trying to date, what, you know what it is, it's if you're in pursuit of him, you know, I fully believe the God that created us. He'll somehow mm-hmm. bump someone into you as you're continuing on the path to acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. And the more you continue to fall in love with him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that you'll be full. You'll be full to the point, not you know, uh, what they call a eunuch, where you just blind and you you uh, you don't understand that it's temptation. It's it's plenty of temptation, mm-hmm. absolutely temptation all around. We battle with flesh and spirit all the time. The only thing that 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 can push the flesh down when it's roaring is the spirit. So that's mm-hmm. why. That's right. I piggyback off of what what Therese said when they said when he talked about uh, growing closer to God. That's fair. Ad, um, I mentioned earlier that you know you are uh, that you both are courageous. I asked uh, a fo- I asked a follow up question to Therese, and I never really got to to come back to you with it. Um, you've always been um, let's let's call it bold uh, in your <laughs> in your speech. Um, how, how do you think that that helps or hinders you um, when it comes to sharing God's word uh, across different landscapes? Well, um, I think it does help, actually. I think mm-hmm. it, it helps because it's, it's once again, because we believers, you, it just uh, the Bible pops in my head once again. I don't, as we talked about the end times or understanding the signs of the time, Mm-hmm. I understand that the scriptures say if 
we read the scriptures, it says that you will be hated for my name's sake. Mm. Meaning I have to get comfortable with being disliked Ooh. when I present this gospel to people. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes before, like I said, I said my yes to actual ministry. I, I was bold when I would just have arguments. You know? <laughs> we, would, we would go back and forth about Kobe and LeBron, right? We did. We did. Bold, boldly take <laughs> my stance on why I believe LeBron was better. You follow me? In a, yeah, in a so foolish. Full of people. Yeah, yeah. Even if I, it was I, foolish I to other people, yes. In a barbershop full of people, I would stand my ground mm -hmm. boldly. So I, I would say that um, yes, I was able to translate that uh, over into. So I th believe it's very helpful. Uh, to understand that that's how a guy want us to be. He want us to be bold for him, like you said. He got yeah. us. I love it. I love it. So the one question I, I sent you guys about uh, what's your favorite passage now and why, I'm not even going to ask that. One, one, The last question I really want to ask before I, I, I get ready to wrap up is um, one thing I struggled with, man, to the point where I, I almost, I really disappointed my wife one day. Um, I used to struggle a lot with legalism when I really kind of started becoming really trying to walk the walk in my faith. And um, for those that don't know, legalism is basically when you start building up all these rules that's not even in the Bible about how you can live or how you're not supposed to live. And you start building parameters around you that's not in what God told you to do. Um, I did that and I, I was wrong and I stand convicted. And again, I apologize to my wife for that. But um, so I, I'm gonna make it a jovial question first. Like, what's what what's on your iPod? What are you listening to, right? So, how do you deal with legalism today? How do you live a regular life and and still put God first while still trying to live a, a life that you deem to be you know fun and energizing and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's a great question. I mean, um, I just try to uh, look at. Christianity as not a religion, but a relationship, because that's what it truly is, right? A relationship with Christ, right? And understanding um, what Christ done had, uh, did for you, right? A long time back, 2000 years back, and it still holds true today. But um, yeah, I just try to uh, picture that as a relationship, not, not a religion of like rules and everything like that. But uh, just walking with God, as we as we talked about so many times in this in this video, right? Just walking with God and growing with God and learning about God uh, and life. Right. Ad. I'm currently at my age, um, still growing in that, uh, Rob. Mm. And to I'm growing in that actually. Uh, his word said that I'll give you life and that more abundantly, right? I remember mm -hmm. at times I used to be very rich. I remember when I was married and um, yeah, I used to be dropping the, the hammer. I used to bring the um, the Looney Tune, uh, piano and everything. <laughs> uh, and I realized that, that that's not my job to do. Right. And I think you showed me an example of being rigid and and actually, you'll steer more people away from me than understanding that I'm mm. a I, I'm a God of love. That's right. And uh, uh, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Mm. So God mm. wants to be more of an inviting God. Not that he doesn't have rules. Of course right. he does. 
uh, but I understood a lot of the things that I had learned was just so traditional. Yeah. As you said, uh, possibly legalism. And I didn't mm -hmm. even know that that's possibly what I was operating in. So I'm actually yet learning a better way to, as they say, you, you have to catch the fish first before you skin. Mm -hmm. So um, I tried to try to be more inviting and under, let people understand that, yeah, I'm, I'm very real and I'm a man of many thoughts. Uh, and Christianity or being a believer is not about you being faultless, you know, not having right. any fault. Actually, being more transparent has actually drawn more of my clients and customers to me after I realized that. And I, I, as you said, I have to repent to God for being so rigid and, uh, quote unquote, traditional. It's a lot of men's tradition that have made people go away yeah. uh, from the gospel. So I, I'm yet learning that actually, to be honest, and I'm excited about what else God can reveal to me. That's awesome, man. And, and on that one, I'm going to wrap it up, man. Um, Therese, AD, can't thank y'all enough for y'all time tonight, man. Um, I love y'all both. And I uh, and to my viewers, I hope that y'all found something uh, comical or some powerful takeaways from this. If so, please share it in the comments, uh, like and subscribe. Um, send your prayer requests and your questions to beliefoverdoubts at gmail.com. Um, be blessed, be safe. Uh, I would like for one of you gentlemen to pray us out. Anybody care to pray us out? I'll do that. All right. Yeah. Father God, we thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise, God. We praise you, Father, for this platform, God. I thank you, Lord, for Robert and Therese, Father. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done to help bring this to fruition, God. And I pray, yes, Father, yes, that Lord. we all, Father, can walk uh, out these steps, Father, and that your Holy Ghost, your Holy Spirit will guide us, Father, for that is what we need, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I pray right now, God, that when men see us, they see you. Mm. I pray, Father, that we stop looking at uh, idols, Father. I pray that we stop looking at other things, Father. I pray that we can understand that you came down, gave your son Jesus so he could walk on earth so that we can follow his example. Mm. He was a perfect man. And if we can follow his example and stop looking to the left and the right, then, Father, we will come into unity with you That's right. despite how we feel you desire us to be obedient is what you ask us to do mm -hmm. that our obedience is greater than any sacrifice that we can get so i pray right now that you bless all the viewers who are going to have opportunity to listen to this and that it might have touched someone's heart in the mighty name of jesus and it'll bring them into a walk of salvation on their in own jesus. and they'll see you in jesus name Amen. Amen. Man, thank Amen. you, fellas. Y'all be blessed. Be safe. Thank you to my viewers. See you soon.